0: Shrooms, Boomers, Mushies, Psilocybin, Ninos, Magic Mushrooms. These little guys go by many names, and this episode of the Conscious Pussy Podcast is all about magic mushrooms. This is meant to be a beginner's guide for those either with little experience, or for those of you who are potentially interested in possibly maybe exploring the use of this medicine for healing purposes, or if you're just interested in hearing about some of my personal experiences with magic mushrooms, which are many and very vast and very interesting. So, in this episode, we'll be exploring how to know if magic mushrooms are for you, how to tell when and if you're ready to dive into their use drug use versus medicinal use of magic mushrooms, set and setting, and also a deep dive into my sharing of many of my own deeply healing experiences with magic mushrooms. This might just be my very favorite episode that I've recorded thus far because I have a deep love for this medicine and all of the profound ways that it has helped me become an integrated, joyful human being. So I'm really excited to share it with you. And here we go. Welcome to the Conscious Pussy Podcast. My name is Jennifer Aldoretta and I am your host... If you like the Conscious Pussy podcast, I would really appreciate you leaving a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Or honestly, even if you don't like it, that's cool too. It's all fine by me. But if you could consider leaving a review and help feed my feeble little ego, that would be so appreciated. And help others find this information if it resonates with you. That would be awesome. So I am recording this episode in what is not-so-sunny Florida right now. It is raining outside, and you'll probably hear the pitter-patter of the rain on my roof, and I love it so much. It sounds so good. I love it. It's so beautiful. So I hope you enjoy that, too, as we go through this episode. So, magic mushrooms. I'm so fucking excited to record this episode because this medicine is my fucking favorite. It has been one of the most profound things that I have used in my own healing journey, in my own journey to just become a stable human being, and I cannot say enough wonderful things about it. I am lovingly known among many of my friends as the Mushroom Lady, and I fully embrace that. I love that. So, magic mushrooms. We're going to be exploring all facets of magic mushrooms in this episode, from set and setting to medicinal versus drug use of magic mushrooms, my own experiences with psilocybin in my own healing journey, how to know if magic mushrooms are something that you might want to explore, how to know when you're ready, Uh, setting intention, letting go, fear, purging. We're going to get into all of it and even some of the science that is starting to come out around this medicine. So I'm really, really fucking excited to record this episode. I've been wanting to do, I've just been waiting to do this episode and I just couldn't take it anymore and I had to, I had to do it. I had some other stuff that was lined up and I was like, nah, I have to record the mushroom. The mushroom episode because I love I just I love this medicine so much I've established such a deep relationship with magic mushrooms and or ninos as they are lovingly called in many South American circles which I think is awesome so magic mushrooms have been used for thousands if not tens of thousands of years both medicinally and ceremonially by humans. And there's actually really interesting theories that magic mushrooms and the use of other psychedelics could possibly explain the exponential growth of the human brain that happened many, many, many years ago in our evolution. There was an explosion of the size of the human brain. And there's theories that that could very well be attributed to our Discovery of magic mushrooms and other psychedelic plants, which is so amazing to me. So magic mushrooms are gaining popularity right now, which I'm so thrilled about as their benefits are becoming validated and acknowledged by the scientific community, which is amazing. This is something that tribal cultures have known for thousands of years and have used in ritual and ceremony and healing for thousands of years and science is just finally catching up and there's still a lot of stigma around their use it is still illegal but I'm very very hopeful that that is going to change within the coming years as there's been a an immense amount of research there's been a huge body of research that is currently being created and being studied uh, within the scientific community which I'm really excited about with very positive results and there are some preliminary studies that are showing that it's just as effective as as very commonly used antidepressants among people with depression that it is more effective than many widely used treatments as well which is so amazing. I'm so glad that the medicinal and healing benefits are are starting to be recognized because they let me tell you from personal experience they are profound and I'm going to tell you about a lot of those in this episode. I'm so excited. I love I just love mushrooms, can you tell? <laughs> so, before we really dive into All of the good, juicy stuff about mushrooms, I will say that I am not telling you that you should definitely do mushrooms. I am not advocating that magic mushroom medicine is for every single person because I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I think that this medicine tends to call to you when you're ready. And I think it's really important to trust yourself, and we'll get more into that through this episode, but I just felt the need to be a responsible human adult and say that this is not me saying that you should go out and eat a bunch of mushrooms, because it's more, this medicine is so much more nuanced than that, as we will discover as we go through this episode. And I think it's also important, before we really dive in, for me to make a distinction between drug use and medicinal use of psilocybin mushrooms, because those are two very different things. And it's possible that many of you listening either have personal experience with this or have likely seen TV shows or movies or, you know, heard other people's experiences of using magic mushrooms as maybe like a party drug or in social settings or, you know, to just have a psychedelic experience. And I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with that. However, medicinal use of magic mushrooms is very different than using them recreationally and leads to very different outcomes, very different experiences. So, when I'm referring to medicinal use of magic mushrooms in this episode, what I am referring to is the intentional the intentional use of magic mushrooms for the purpose of exploring healing Unwinding trauma, finding wholeness, it, becoming an integrated human being. So it's not necessarily... I'm not talking about using magic mushrooms to get high or to have a awesome trip or whatever. I'm specifically talking about the use of magic mushrooms for healing. Because those are very different. As we will get into so I want to start by kind of diving into some of my own experiences and I will share my own experiences throughout this episode but I think that it feels important especially if you're new to magic mushrooms or if maybe you've only ever used them in a recreational or social setting I think it feels important to me to share some of my own experiences that I've had in using them as medicine for the purposes of healing, and I have. I'm so I will also say I'm not an expert in magic mushrooms. I am just I am an individual who has a who has established a deep relation a deep personal relationship with this medicine. I am currently learning to facilitate ceremony. However, I do not consider myself an expert in this. So, just word to the wise. I've had so when I was in my 20s, I had many opportunities to explore the use of mushrooms recreationally. I had a lot of I had many offers come up for me to take them but for me personally in where I was at mentally and emotionally and in my own healing journey there was something in me that was a very hard fuck no I'm not ready to go there I'm not doing that that's not for me So that was in my 20s. And looking back, I I simply wasn't ready. Where I was at in my own journey, I was not ready to dive into the use of mushrooms. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I really struggled. One of my lifelong patterns was one of control and wanting to be in control So the idea of not being in control was so terrifying to me that mushrooms were just totally off the table. And But I will say, though, too, is that when I did in my... When I was 30, I think, was the first time I had my first experience. I'm 34 now. I was still afraid. I was still struggling with this tug of my control conditioning. However, like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, when you're ready or if this medicine is for you, you'll start to feel a pull. It'll start to come up. You'll start to think, hmm, maybe this is something I should explore. And for me, I, there was still fear there. And I think that's natural when you're doing something that you don't have experience with, when there's some uncertainty there, when you don't necessarily know what to expect. There is naturally fear, when especially if it's the first time that you're maybe considering doing something. So it wasn't until my late 20s that I started to kind of feel that pull or that tug towards mushrooms and I felt interested in trying them, but I was still very afraid. And so it wasn't until I turned 30 that I had my first experience because literally like the mushroom, the idea of using magic mushrooms just kept kind of tugging at me. I just felt that that internal tug of like, hmm, maybe, maybe. And so that's an indication for you if you're noticing that, that perhaps it's something to consider exploring. And that's not to say that there won't be fear, because like I said, there totally was for me. So for whatever reason, I... And, and I think maybe I'm. this is why I'm the mushroom lady, I guess, but I knew immediately after my first... Even before my first mushroom experience. So when I knew that I was going to take mushrooms for the first time. There was something in me that intuitively, immediately knew that magic mushrooms were not something for me to be done in a party setting or even a casual setting with friends. So I intuitively knew that innately magic mushrooms were medicine and should be treated as medicine. And... I, from the get-go, even though I didn't really understand what this was about, I had a deep reverence and respect for mushrooms and a fear of mushrooms, to be honest. And I think that's maybe partially where that respect came from. And I believe that it's that mindset which set the stage in my own life for some of the deepest healing of my entire life. I would not be where I am without mushrooms. I am at a point in my life where... So just to to give some examples of things that have come out of my mushroom experiences, I, in one ceremony, I spent pretty much the whole time looking at myself in the mirror and just gazing at myself, and I was just blown away I was like holy shit you are amazing you are beautiful and I was basically able to see myself essentially through somebody else's eyes and I was just telling myself in the mirror how much I loved myself and I literally I walked out of that mushroom ceremony fully loving everything about myself and it has been that way ever since. I established like a deep love for myself, for my body, for my personality, for my flaws, everything. I just like, boom, I I love myself. I love myself fully and I know what that feels like now and that is because of mushrooms. I've processed some of the deepest traumas of my entire life that I experienced when I was a child. Um, the traumas from my childhood um, in mushroom ceremonies, and I'm so deeply grateful for that because it's allowed me to let go of pain that I was carrying around unnecessarily. I have explored the very depths of consciousness of this reality that we inhabit. It has totally shifted. This medicine has totally shifted the way that I view life. It has allowed me to surrender to the things that happen in my life, to find acceptance in my life. And, you know, there have been really beautiful things to come out of this. And, you know, this medicine can be challenging. There, there are challenging things that have come up in my personal ceremonies, and I'm not going to mislead anybody and say like, yes, it's amazing, you're just going to go in and have four to five hours of a deeply connected, loving experience. And some of them have been that way, and some of them have been very challenging. So I guess that's another good thing for me to mention, um, is kind of what does the typical arc of a psilocybin experience look like. So for those who are brand new, who don't know anything about it, a typical ceremony or journey, trip experience, whatever you'd like to call it, lasts around four to five hours, is typical. And there tends to be a little bit of an arc in this that I have found. So for me, there is, you know, kind of like the come up or when the medicine starts to kick in and I start and it starts to be felt in the body. There is a period after that typically of, you know, kind of letting go and surrendering, And for some people that can be a little bit challenging. I think in my, my first, my first ceremony was very easy because I was afraid. And I think typically the medicine can sense that and maybe that sounds weird, but I believe that this medicine is deeply intelligent after having so much experience with it. And... So my first few experiences were very beautiful and loving and easy. And yeah, so and, and then typically it, you'll have some waves of processing maybe one thing or a few things and then kind of like a resolution period and then a coming down And that can all look very different. So I'll talk more a little bit later about, you know, maybe some of the more physical attributes. But before that, I want to get into a few things like, how do I know if it's for me? Set and setting, intention, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because I think those things are really important. So I already mentioned that... Magic mushroom medicine is not for everybody. Or I I will say, I think everybody would likely find benefit from using magic mushrooms. However, not everybody is currently ready for it. And I think to, to try to push yourself to do something that your body is telling you isn't right, that your heart is telling you not to do can result in some experiences that are not so pleasant. So it's really important to listen to your intuition. And for me, like I mentioned, there was and for many people there's a there's a tug of like almost like the medicine calling to you, the medicine like kind of whispering to you saying like, "Hey, hey, I'm over here." And there will likely still be some fear. I have a friend right now who is thinking about potentially dabbling with psychedelic mushrooms, but there's a lot of fear there. And, you know, she was asking some advice, like, how do I know? Because I'm afraid. I'm afraid of letting go of control. And the answer to that is that if, if there's a tug, then maybe that's something you explore, and maybe it's something that you start off with just microdosing, just taking small amounts so a a micro dose of mushrooms would be maybe like a quarter of a gram or I guess for some maybe a half a gram so it'd be like a small amount that will not interfere with your day-to-day life A ceremonial amount of mushrooms can range anywhere from 1.5 grams all the way up to 15 grams for some people, which I have never done that much because I tend to be very sensitive. I tend to have full-blown ceremonies at around 2 grams. So that 2 to 3 grams anywhere in there tends to be a really good amount for me personally. But yeah, so you'll know if it's for you if, it, if you keep feeling a tug. And I've, I'll likely mention this many more times, but there is probably going to be some fear and some apprehension and some like, oh, I'm nervous about this. I'm anxious about this. What is this going to feel like? What is this going to be like? And this is where set... And setting is so important. Set being mindset, your, your inner state, your intention, and setting being your environment. So your inner state and your external state are so important. And that makes all the difference in the world. So if you do feel called to magic mushrooms, set and setting is absolutely vital. I have friends who have used mushrooms more recreationally and will tell me, you know, I I hear multiple times like, oh, I keep having bad trips, quote unquote, bad trips. I keep having bad experiences And what I've noticed from hearing those types of stories is that in those in particular, the ones that I'm referencing, I I notice that these individuals are using the mushrooms typically with the same people in, you know, when maybe there's tension in a relationship or in, you know, the friendship and it's in a more casual setting, and there's not much of an intention there. And so setting an intention is super important. it's super important to be in an environment where you feel really safe, where you feel really comfortable. With, If you're going to be around other people, it should be around people that you have a healthy dynamic with so it shouldn't be with a partner that you're in a toxic relationship with because that can lead to that can lead to difficult experiences it um sorry my dog's making a bunch of noise right now i don't know if you can hear that okay i had to take a break to take something away from her <laughs> so Set and setting. It's really important to do it in a space that you feel comfortable. Maybe lighting some incense, smudging the space, making a space where you feel really safe and cozy. So it could be in a be- in your bedroom, in your home, in your yard if you feel safe in that space. But making sure that this but that the your surroundings are really comfortable and support an intention of healing and then really getting your mindset right. Why are you going into this and, and really going in very consciously? I have, and setting an intention, setting an intention is so important and that has a big, that has a lot to do with the mindset and your inner state of going into a mushroom ceremony. And, Intentions are really powerful, and I will say that I set, at least, even if it's a vague intention of, show me what I'm ready to heal today. That is an intention. And the medicine will honor your intention. I have found in every single experience, my intention is honored. And I experience exactly what I need to experience around whatever intention or subject that I have that I'm wanting to explore. And that's been really wonderful. And yeah, I, I literally can't stress the importance of that enough. And if, if you maybe feel afraid to do it by yourself, having somebody sit with you, either somebody who facilitates ceremony or maybe somebody that you trust who has some experience, or maybe even creating a safe space and just and telling somebody you trust, hey, I'm going to be doing this today. Do you mind being available during these times in case I need to call you, in case I need to FaceTime you, or whatever? And I think all of those things are really important. So the intention, I will say something about, the intention going into a psilocybin ceremony <laughs> intentions don't always necessarily manifest the way you think they're going to and this and this also gets into setting not having expectations i find that mushrooms are a very good way have, have a, have a great way of doing shit that is unexpected of like taking your expectations and kind of dropping a bomb on your expectations. And this is part of why it's so important to trust the medicine. I have gotten to a point where I re- I really deeply trust mushrooms and I deeply trust myself after having so many experiences with mushrooms and if you respect the medicine, you will never be taken farther than you're ready to go. You will never have an experience that pushes you farther than you can handle. And your, your boundaries and your comfort levels will likely be pushed. However, you are stronger than you think. And you can handle a lot more than you think you can handle. And I know that that has been true for me. That has been very true for me. So in terms of expectations, it's important to try, if you can, to go into a ceremony without expectations. And I feel like that's really challenging to do because we've all seen movies that have like, the kind of visualization of like, oh, this is what a trip looks like or this is what somebody looks like who's tripping on mushrooms. And yeah, maybe the experiences are sometimes like that, but I found that the representation of mushroom trips in movies are so different than what I have personally experienced. And yeah, there is like the kind of psychedelic fractal visuals sometimes but that's in healing ceremonies that's such a small component of what the experience is there's you know inner felt experiences there's deep emotional experiences there are visual experiences there are spiritual experiences there's so many different facets of what that experience looks like but going in without expectations as much as you can is is important and that's you know if you go if you do go in with expectations that's okay but expect to have those expectations not be what you expected so to speak and i'll give you an example of how this has manifested for me based uh, by sharing a story so i had One experience in particular, where I was up in Colorado, I went on a hike, I went out into the woods, I set up a little camp, I brought a tent, so I kind of was out in the middle of nowhere in the woods uh, doing a solo ceremony, and I had set the intention of exploring detachment. Of trying to, or of exploring the idea of detaching from things in my life that I felt that I was clinging to. And for me, my mind immediately set an expectation, and I didn't even realize this until later on after the experience or in the middle of the experience, but my mind had immediately set an expectation of, ooh, detachment. This is going to be a really difficult journey. There's going to be a lot of grief here, a lot of sadness, a lot of crying, a lot, a big emotional release, a lot of processing, the future loss of people in my life, maybe the deaths of people, you know, deaths that haven't happened yet. And, you know, I, I realized later on that my mind was running through all these things. And there was kind of an expectation of me of like, oh, it's going to be. I think this is going to be a really challenging experience. And it's funny because this experience ended up being, (laughs) if not the, certainly one of the most joyful experiences of my entire life. Literally my entire life. I spent nearly four hours laughing my ass off and literally sitting in the woods talking to a two foot tall pine tree about God, about spirituality, about life. And literally, I I spent almost the entire experience laughing about how nothing mattered. And I felt there was just like this lightness and this joy. And during that time, literally nothing mattered. I, I felt I had an inner felt experience of pure detachment. I was detached from everything. I didn't care if I like, I didn't care if I died. I didn't care if I lived and you know, some of this stuff talking about it maybe sounds a little bit morbid. I was like, oh, I don't matter. This tree doesn't matter. My family doesn't matter. My friends don't matter. The sun doesn't matter. God doesn't matter. The earth doesn't matter. The universe doesn't matter. And some of that stuff, like, it sounds really weird. But in that moment, it was just, like, this feeling of freedom. Pure freedom. Pure bliss. I was just so light. All the heaviness of all of the clinging that I do in my life was just relieved, and I was so joyful, and I had never laughed so hard in my life. (laughs) And it was and i'm i'm sure that i looked crazy literally sitting in the woods talking to a little tree but my inner experience of it was so profoundly transformative because i came out of that experience realizing like holy shit i know what it feels like to feel pure unadulterated joy pure Full joy and bliss. And it that has been a touchstone for me in my life. Anytime that I find myself feeling like really super attached to the outcome of something, it's like, oh, I want this thing to happen, this thing really matters. There's always this thing in the back of my head that's like, but what about that thing? Can you, in this moment of clinging and suffering? Can you find that place of pure joy again? Because now I know what it feels like. And that experience was so, so deeply transformative for me. But the whole point of that story was to show that mushrooms and just plant medicines in general are so good at totally evading our expectations we go in with expectations and it's like the medicine knows and it's like oh not gonna do that because we got to keep this person on their toes and you know shift their perspective that's really so much of what it's about it's about helping you sh- totally shift your perspective and these medicines give end up giving us lessons and teaching us in ways that are very unexpected and are very outside of our standard experience and I think that's one of the reasons why they're so profound is because we go through our lives with this programming with this conditioning inside of ourselves with these expectations that the world is a certain way and is going to behave a certain way and cause and effect if I do this then this And, you know, creating all of these links and what plant medicines do is totally disrupt that pattern and allow us to see our lives, to see our experiences, to see this reality through a totally fresh lens, through a perspective that maybe we've never experienced and it provides a touchstone for us to come back to, and it shows us what's possible in our lives, which is really amazing. Ugh, I just I love mushrooms so much. <laughs> if that it hasn't been made obvious already, so that's a little bit about expectations, and I'll say too that every. Every experience is different. So, and that's one of the other things with expectations. If I, I noticed that I had gotten to a point where I had, you know, a handful of ceremonies where, you know, my where I experienced things, you know, like releases that were very all very similar that all looked kind of similar. And so I I came to expect that. And then I had one ceremony where something totally different happened. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I came to expect this other thing. And totally, you know, my mind started to cling to that thing. So then the medicine was like, nope, we're going to shift. And you're going to release your... Your wounds and heal in this other way that you weren't ex- anticipating, and I think that's one of the really awesome things about mushrooms. So, every experience is different, every person's experiences are different, everybody has different types of releases. So, I'll I want to talk a little bit too about purging and. Purging with psilocybin. So purging is often something that is, very, that is more commonly associated with and attributed to plant medicines like ayahuasca. Um, which I will also be doing an episode about ayahuasca down the road because that's another medicine that I am more new to that one, but it's also deeply and profoundly transformational. So, purging. What exactly is purging, for those of you that don't really know? So, purging is the physical release of a wound, a story, or a trauma that is processed during a plant medicine ceremony. And, so it's a physical release. And this physical release can come in many, many forms, It can be crying, it can be laughing, it can be yawning, I literally just yawned as I said yawning. It can be moving your body around, it can look like wiggling, it can look like intense shivering or shaking, it can be burping. And it can even be vomiting, although vomiting is not as common with psilocybin and is much more common with ayahuasca. But it's not as common with psilocybin, although it sometimes does happen. Um, So a note on the vomiting, though. So many people when they take mushrooms, one of the physical symptoms that some people experience when the medicine is starting to kick in is that there is a slight feeling of nausea that lasts for a little while after ingesting the medicine. And this is common, but most of the people that feel nauseous don't end up vomiting. So I will say that if that's something you feel nervous about. So for me personally one of the main ways that I tend to purge in my ceremonies is shaking, shivering, and convulsing. And I've talked about this many, many times in other episodes of the podcast, our evolutionary shaking response that we get into to shake off trauma energy. And that so that's become one of the main ways that I personally purge. So I tend to shake and shiver and convulsed a lot during ceremonies, but I'm very comfortable with that at this point. I know what's going on. I'm very lucid while it's happening. It feels good in my body. So it like, I I can feel my body releasing an energy or a story or a wound that is no longer serving me. So I'm able to just let that shaking pass through me and then afterwards I'm just like oh fuck I feel so much better (laughs) so it's it's a like I said it's a physical purging is any kind of physical release so it can be all sorts of things I've also personally this is not as common but I have also personally done some vomiting on psilocybin that has been a way that I have purged however I will say that That didn't happen initially when I so, or the shaking. So, when I first started exploring magic mushrooms in a medicinal capacity, shaking and vomiting were not part of my experiences at all. That didn't start to happen until I had established a relationship with the medicine, until I had gotten more comfortable with the medicine until I learned to trust myself and trust the reactions of my body on the medicine. And that's when I started to... Oh, I'm yawning over here. Oh, I'm purging. Um, That's when my body became more comfortable with purging in those ways. Initially, the first... The first quote-unquote difficult ceremony that I had, and I I say difficult because it was emotionally challenging, it was an emotional release of some trauma that I had been holding on to since I was a teenager, and so I had a huge emotional release, and it felt so good afterwards, I was just, I felt so much lighter, I was like, oh, fuck, I can finally let that shit go, And it felt so good. So emotional releases were the first type of purging that I personally experienced. And it wasn't until... So the vomiting and the shake... So the vomiting in particular, that only happened a few times. But that only started happening when my mind, something in my mind shifted. So something in my use of the medicine shifted and I got curious. And I got curious and started to ask myself, okay, I tend to feel nauseous in the first little bit when I start to feel the mushroom medicine kicking in. What would happen if instead of trying to swallow that nausea down or ignore it or just wait for it to pass or try to make it go away what if instead I decided to find out what would happen if I just allowed myself to fully feel that nausea and what I realized through doing that was that that ended up being another way of purging that I just initially wasn't ready for or wasn't is comfortable with. And that only needed to happen for a few ceremonies. I think I only vom- ended up vomiting during maybe two ceremonies. And then there were ceremonies after that where there was kind of an arc and there were ceremonies after that where there was a lot of burping, but n- from the nausea, but no vomiting. And so all of this, it's so interesting. <laughs> I have to just sit and recognize that it's so interesting to try to verbalize these types of experiences because there is truly no way to express these experiences in words. Like, it sounds so strange. You know, like, from a certain perspective, I can totally see somebody being like, why the fuck would you take mushrooms if you're vomiting and shaking and, like, all this crazy shit? And I understand that. However, there is... While on the medicine, while under, under the gui- guidance of the medicine, there is a deep knowing while that purge is happening of like, my body is realigning itself with a balanced state. My body is letting go of something. There is like a deep felt experience of letting go of something that is no longer serving you. And so whatever way that that gets released is great. The release is what matters, and that's where the healing happens. There's, there's there's something in mushrooms and all plant medicines. What What I have come to understand about these medicines is that basically my personal thought is that these medicines essentially kind of move aside the mind. They move aside the body. And they allow us to touch the truth of what we are. And to let go of anything that isn't that. Over time as we have more experiences. So it kind of like kind of sweeps our conditioning aside it quiets our mind enough that we can access things that normally our mind or our conditioning or our ego don't allow us to access so that we can access those deeper wounds that typically our mind would be like oh no don't think about that that's painful Or that our ego would say, oh no, I don't want to look stupid, so choke down your tears. Or choke down your emotions, whatever it is. Whereas these medicines, they get rid of all that. So it allows us to process something. And yes, there's maybe going to be a couple of hours where there's a painful emotional experience. But what is that compared to coming out the other side of that and not suffering anymore? That's that's the beauty of this medicine. Is that the experiences can be challenging. However, the benefit of that just like in my in my mind just simply cannot be measured or quantified. And it's it's so it's been so worth it for me. I, I've I've always come out of experiences with a deeper understanding, feeling lighter, and feeling more whole which is so amazing. I just, I love it so much. So that's a little bit about purging. Yes. I want to also discuss fear because that's a big hindrance, I think, for a lot of people with this medicine is that maybe there is a pull maybe the medicine is tugging at you but there's a fear and the fear is holding you back and there to me there's a difference between feeling a tug towards ooh this is maybe something I should explore and feeling afraid and your body saying fuck no Like, fuck, no, that's not for me. There's a very big difference between those things. Where the, you know, the fear and the tug, like the tug towards the medicine and feeling the slight fear is, like internally you're like, oh, well, maybe. Maybe, but this feels a little scary. I'd like to do this, but this feels scary. Whereas the the hard no is like your whole your whole body your whole being everything is just like no there's no question about it there's no second guessing it's just no <laughs> and that was me for a long time and there's an, if if that's where you are that's awesome you know like good on you for recognizing that and for trusting that i think that's amazing so the fear though is natural just like i just I think that's important to, to mention is that feeling afraid of trying something new, like, of course you do. Like trying something new that you've never done before can be scary. Learning to ride a bike, if you know how to ride a bike was scary. Going on a roller coaster is scary. You know, there's, there's all these things. Learning to drive is scary. There's all these things in life that we do that that feel really scary when we're first learning to do them. But those are also some of the experiences where the most growth happens. So I would encourage you to really maybe to sit and ask yourself, what is my heart telling me to do? Is my heart saying that it wants to explore this? And my mind is the one feeling afraid? What is my intuition versus my mind telling me? And if you go back, I, I have a whole episode about this. as the previous episode, mind versus intuition. About how to distinguish the two. Is your intuition saying no or is your mind saying no? It's a big difference. So some of the fear that comes up that I notice in in individuals around the use of magic mushrooms. And some of the fear that I personally experienced was a fear of surrendering, a fear of letting go of control because there's so much conditioning in our lives of like trying to be in control, trying to keep ourselves comfortable, trying to, keep ourselves from getting sick, trying to make sure that something bad doesn't happen, just in life, I'm not saying in ceremony, in life, trying to keep the people we love safe. There's so much control in our lives that the thought of surrendering that control to a medicine can feel really fucking scary. However, what I will say about that is that from my own experience and from ex- the experiences that I know of others, is that on the other side of that fear, if you can move through that fear, what waits for you on the other side of that fear is freedom, is liberation, is joy. And it I... Certainly, trust me, I sure as hell know that it doesn't fucking feel that way when you're sitting in that fear. It's like, no, this feels fucking scary. Like, fine, okay, cool, like, freedom. (laughs) So I totally understand that perspective. So if that's where you are, that's valid. But truly, there is... Fear is a healthy emotion, You know, it's a healthy emotion. But what lies on the other side of that fear is truly freedom. If we can, if you are ready, if you can push through, what you often find is freedom. And it's often the ego that feels fear or the mind that feels fear. And that's something that I've noticed. It feels fear because it's trying to protect what it knows. And what it knows is your conditioning and your trauma and your patterns. And, and it's comfortable living in your patterns, living with the burden and the suffering of those traumas. And it's afraid of doing anything different. It's afraid of change. And so what I've found is that's often what that fear is. And maybe your mind is telling you that, oh, something bad might happen, or maybe this isn't safe, or is this going to be a huge mistake? Our mind is so good at coming up with excuses and convincing ourselves that we should feel afraid, that we have, that our fear is valid, that that we do have something to be afraid of. And I'm not saying that that's not valid. All I'm saying is that the mind can be a tricky little sucker. (laughs) The mind is really good at maintaining the status quo. The mind is really good at keeping us stuck. So if you do feel... The tug towards magic mushrooms and feel some fear. That's very healthy and that's very normal. But I would encourage you to sit and really ask yourself some questions about that. And ask yourself what you're really afraid of. Are you afraid of change? Are you afraid of the uncertainty of what it's going to feel like to process an old wound? Because there might be some pain there. But ask yourself, are the, benef- the, are the potential benefits worth it? Is that freedom on the other side worth it? Is that letting go worth it? So, letting go can be scary. Letting go of control can, be, can feel really scary. And I had, I felt a lot of fear around that until I established a relationship with the medicine... And what I found was that the medicine was really gentle with me in terms of not pushing me further than I was ready to go in that regard. And I also found that the first few ceremonies, I experienced periods where I would just get super tired and it would maybe last like 15 minutes. I would get so tired that I would just like almost fall asleep. And it was so baffling to me because I was like, fuck, I'm literally in the middle of a ceremony. Like, why is my body trying to fall asleep right now? Why am I feel like I need to fall asleep all of a sudden? Like I could barely keep my eyes open. And what I realized is that that was a safe way for me to let go. Sleeping is a way that our body lets go every day. Our body surrenders to sleep every single day. And I was afraid of letting go, but letting go and surrendering myself to the medicine when it came to sleep felt safe. So that's what the medicine chose. So when you go in... And I'm not saying this across the board, but for the for the vast majority of experiences, when you go in with a pure intention, you will not be taken further than you can handle. And yeah, your boundaries will be pushed. Yeah, you'll be challenged. But we can all handle more than we think we can. And the medicine will usually listen if I ask it like, So I've had ceremonies where I'm like, I really want to get my ass kicked today. And I get my ass kicked. And I've had ceremonies where I'm like, you know, I just, like, I need a gentle reminder. And I get a gentle reminder. And establishing that kind of relationship with magic mushrooms is is really beautiful. And it's just, it's such a, uh, it's just, it's such a beautiful medicine. And I think... I'm so glad that the narrative around this is starting to shift, you know, it's, I feel like it's had such a bad reputation, you know, psychedelics in general have had a bad reputation for a long time and in truth, you know, there's dangers to everything. If you use anything recklessly, then there's potential consequences But if you go into using these things as an ally, recognizing it as an ally, using it with understanding, with informed consent, with intention, with knowledge then what you get on the other side is what you put into it. So you get what you put in if you go into it with like, oh, I'm going to party. I want to do stupid shit. Then you might have some fucking bad experiences. You might do something stupid. You might do something reckless and dangerous. It, it It's all about mindset. And so you know, I think that that's something to be really cognizant of, is that the, you know, there's a reason that these things should be used with care. It's, it's a deep responsibility. And these medicines, mushrooms are, I've come to understand them as supremely intelligent. They're supremely intelligent. If you learn about how fungus grows the mycelium network underground it's basically you know mushrooms are basically the neural network of the earth it's like the brain of the forest they touch everything they help trees communicate they help trees pass information back and forth pass nutrients back and forth they're like this nervous system of the forest and they're it's so intelligent And it's just, I I just, (laughs) I love them so much. Sweet little ninos. So I think that's about all that I had to share for this episode, at least. There will likely be many more episodes where I dive into the use of magic mushrooms for healing purposes but this one was kind of just meant to be a little bit of a primer if you're new to it. I would love to know what you think. If you have topic recommendations, if you want to leave some feedback, there's a link in the show notes where you can do so. I would love to hear from you and know what you think. And otherwise, I'll I'll see you for the next episode. I'm so glad that you joined me for this. I fucking love talking about this stuff and honestly it's a little it feels a little bit scary to me to talk about things like this that are still a little socially taboo that are not fully understood yet that you know are still kind of on the cusp of becoming acceptable and like acceptable especially within the scientific community but that's kind of always been my jam I feel like I'm on like I love sciency shit but I I've always kind of been interested in like fringe science so it's usually after I'm interested in something it's 5 years before the science is like yes we agree So I think that that's really interesting but, yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining me here. This was a really vulnerable episode, and I hope that you got something out of this. I hope that you learned something, and if nothing else, maybe just expanded your mind a little bit and hopefully learned something new. I will see y'all next time. Stay conscious, bitches.